BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. excited hello circlers welcome back it's kelsey and we like to introduce yourself hi i'm lauren lauren gray (laughs) is here joining us in the circle how exciting is this i know i'm excited we've met a couple of times and i'm really excited to actually have a conversation with you i know i feel like we've met like a few times and or maybe like twice and both times it's been like, okay, hi, bye. And yeah, then, yeah. Well, one was like at like a sushi restaurant. Yeah. You were leaving the restaurant. Did you end I was up enjoying in. it? I, I don't, I don't think so because <laughs> I don't remember it very much. And like, I don't remember, like, I've never wanted to go back. Right. And that's all the answer you need. Yeah. Did you, so you didn't enjoy it either? No. But it was like really popular place. Yeah. Wasn't it like supposed to it be was really a, good? It was a new place and I... Wasn't a fan. And then on the way out, when you were walking in, I was going to be like, go somewhere else. <laughs> but then I was like, no, they might like it. No, I mean, we ha- we were like meeting friends there. I also, I remember like, I was like day drinking before we went to the sushi place. <laughs> so I was like, just kind of like, just along for the ride. Fair enough. Which maybe is another reason why I don't really remember if it was good or not. But it, I don't think it was, I don't think we enjoyed it too much. Yeah. Well, if you never went back, then that's, that's, that's all the it answer. takes. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm happy to actually be having a conversation with you, too. Yay! How the hell are you? I'm good. I've been doing really good lately. A lot better. I feel like I had to do a lot of changing my own mentality to be a happier, better person. Okay. So I think I've made a lot of progress on that front. How are you? I'm great. I'm happy to be talking to you. Yay! Okay. There's so many things I want to talk to you about, but I like to do, like, icebreakers. Okay. Here, yes, I love an icebreaker. I love an icebreaker too, and I also just really like playing Never Have I Ever with people. <laughs> oh, fun! So, would you be down to play Never Have I Ever with me? Of so course, we can. It's like a sleepover. It is like a sleepover. <laughs> it's really fun. It is fun. Okay, and I've asked like I feel like I have like reoccurring questions that I ask my guests. Okay, because they're always just like fun. But if you don't want to answer any, you do not have to okay Okay. are you ready yes okay 
Never have I ever ghosted someone. All the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're a ghoster? That's fine. I support it. Kind of. You, you could be a proud ghoster. I just, yeah, I get the vibe. Okay. And I, if I don't like the vibe, I don't interact with the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like this is like romantically and not romantically. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like sometimes I protect my own peace a little too hard, mm-hmm. which is why I have no friends, but I'll I don't be your know. friend. Thank you. Um, no, I totally get that though. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, you should relax a little bit and like talk yeah. to that person again and yeah. see, like, occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. But my, it's also good to know what you like and what you don't like. About. Yeah, and I feel like my my gut usually directs me in the right direction. Yes. So I try to I try to trust myself. But yeah, I do. I wouldn't say I, I ghost people. I I just won't respond as frequently okay okay yeah. that yeah. makes sense but if someone like asks a, like a re like if especially if it's romantically if someone's like why aren't you talking to me i'll give you the reason yeah. i don't like your i don't like your vibe yeah like which your- you gotta be honest about it yeah i respect that thank you i do okay never have i ever flashed someone probably Probably at some point, maybe not intentionally. That's what I was gonna say. I definitely, I've definitely accidentally like flashed, like like with my top has. If I'm wearing like a strapless top, yeah, wave pool. Oh my god, ocean. Yeah, no. One time I went to a restaurant. I was wearing like a scarf top, and it was one of those restaurants where you like get your food, like you wait for your food at the window, and then you like bring it to sit Mm -hmm. down. And (laughs) Cody was like walking ahead of me, and so. I was and I was holding the food <laughs> and it, the restaurant was like packed and my top fell down as I was walking with all of the food, mm-hmm. like literal boobs out in the restaurant. And I was like, my top's down, my top's like screaming at <laughs> Cody. And he turned around and was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't you tell me? And I was like, I was screaming. And sometimes <laughs> you don't notice. I was swimming once really actually like the worst person that this could happen with. Sweetest kid. But I was in a pool at night. Okay. And a little intoxicated. And I was in the pool. Yeah. And I was having a conversation with Jacob Sartorius. Okay. And he goes, Lauren, I really love this conversation. I have to tell you, your shirt is off. <laughs> no. And I'm like, and I, I mean, I've known Jacob since we were like kids, like 13. And I was like... Wow, Jacob, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so I have Jacob Sartorius. Well, I'm wow. so sorry. Well, bestie. you know what? At least he told you. No, yeah, such a polite, <laughs> nice, kind boy, <laughs> but not someone that I like wanted to ever see no. my tits. Oh yeah. my god, no, totally. Do you yeah. think about that every time you like see him now? Um, occasionally <laughs> it crosses my mind, but it's one of those things that. You know those thoughts that once in a while you have and just make you sick to your stomach? You're like, oh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> one of them. I get that. That just like pops in every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. It's just a safe space, I feel like. Jacob, sweet kid. Yeah. That'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, never have I ever had a crush on a friend's sibling. Um... Not friend's sibling, friend's dad, probably. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, dad yeah. girl. Yeah. Okay, does that, so do you like older guys? Not now, but when I was, maybe. But at the time, <laughs> especially when I was really young, I was always like, wow, 
like your dad. Yeah. Okay. I love him. That's because you have a mature palate. Or it's just a little weird. But you know, either way. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think probably like that's really embarrassing, honestly. It's not that embarrassing. But my friends also had a crush on my dad. I think I like <laughs> I can like I remember all of my friends who had like the cute dads for sure. Yeah, and they're like, you know, outside working on their car yeah. in the summer, and you're like, wow. <laughs> Your dad. Yeah. You so should, cool. It's like Stacy's mom, but... Yeah, it's like... Stacy's dad. Vanessa's dad. Vanessa's dad yeah. has got it going on. Really, truly. Respect. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> I've never... Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I've had a crush on a friend's sibling either. That could get tricky. Yeah. And usually I was just like repulsed by my friend's like brothers. Yeah, it's... I, I get that. They're always like doing too much. And you're around too often. You see the not... Like the gross parts of them. Right. Yeah. Right. No. Right. Okay. Wait, do you have any siblings? I have a half sister. She's, well, she, we grew up together. She's my sister, but we're, she's eight years older than me. Okay. Yeah. I guess I was going to ask if you've ever had a crush on your sibling's friend, but, but like I grew up with a brother. So like he always had like older boys around. So I always thought they she were She didn't like really cute, bring many guys around. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. So. I also, yeah, I never really thought about, I was always just, yeah, friends, dads. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's just like skipping a step. Yeah. Yeah. I was like straight to the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. Yeah. Good I was for like, you. Oh, my friend's siblings are, they're unemployed. So. Yeah. They don't have jobs. Yeah. Bring dad. me the dad. <laughs> Smart. Smart. Okay. As you already know, I love shopping. I love finding new clothes. I love I love clothes. I really do. I can't help it. It's a passion of mine. What can I say? But shopping for clothes is a compromise because I often feel like I'm choosing between saving up for an expensive luxury piece or I'm settling for a cheap fast fashion item that obviously won't last. And I really, really hate doing that. That was until I elevated my closet with Kinsey. With Kinsey, I can get high quality, timeless pieces without paying that luxury price tag, which is just so amazing. Kinsey offers a range of must-have items like a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater for only 50 bucks, 100% European linen pants for 40 bucks, luxurious Mulberry silk shirts at 60 bucks, not to mention $50 Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar luxury brands. And because Kinsey creates timeless classic styles that do not go out of fashion, you will have them in your closet forever. It really is just so amazing. The stuff that I got from Kinsey is such high quality and all so timeless. And I just love it all so much. And I cannot wait to keep ordering from there. The pricing was truly like a fraction of what I expected it to be. And I am just so excited about it. My mom loves shopping on there. I love shopping on there. It really is just for everyone. And I know you're wondering how they do it. Kinsey partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to you. And what's even better than that? They only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So like you actually feel good about the getting the high quality items that are lasting longer and like you're not doing anything wrong, you know? Shop with Kinsey today and discover the affordable luxury you deserve. Right now, go to kinsey.com slash circle time to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's kinsey.com slash circle time for free shipping, 365 day returns. 
kinsay.com slash circle time. Welcome to Barely Filtered, hosted by us. I'm Aurora Culpo, star of the HBO Max show, The Culpo Sisters. Don't tell my sisters I said so. I'm a recently divorced mom of two living in Los Angeles with my ex-husband. I'm part granola mom, part glamorous jet setter. I'm Kristen Gaffney, also a mom, a startup nerd who modeled for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit and the founder and CEO of Super True. I always like to microdose my coffee before I hit up carpool. Welcome to Barely Filtered, our our safe space. (laughs) Here, we discuss health and wellness, becoming a grown-ass woman, and what's going on in this crazy world. And while we don't agree on everything, we do agree on this. We We want want you to to live live your best best life. Wait, how old are you? I'm 20. You're 20? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Wait, where are you from? I'm from Philly. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been out here? Been out here since I was 15. I'll be 21 next month. So it's exciting. Yay. What day? Uh, The 19th of May. Of April. Oh, this month. Oh my God. Oh my God. You're almost 21. Yeah. That's exciting. Do you have any big plans for the big two one? (sighs) Probably. I don't. Every, you know, I just kind of show up. Yeah, go with the flow. Yeah, I'm not a, I don't like my my own birthday. I like other people's birthdays. Are you, okay, because I, I always say that I, that I don't like to celebrate my birthday. Yeah. And then like, when it comes down to it. You're like, oh, this is so I'm fun. like, why the fuck aren't we celebrating my birthday? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I do want to actually celebrate. I pretend like I don't, but I do. Yeah. So like, you will do something. Absolutely. Okay. You just don't know what yet. I just... I leave it up to other people. I'm. I think I do like celebrating my birthday. Yes. I don't like the stress like, and the of, planning. Like the of planning. It. Totally. That's same. So I'd rather leave that up to other people. Okay. And then I just show up because I don't care what it is as long as everyone's there and mm-hmm. we're all having a good time. That's what I was gonna ask. So yeah. You don't have any like preference on what you want to do. No, I'm not like the cake needs to be like this and this is the yeah, theme yeah, yeah. and everyone dressed like that. I don't care about that. Okay. Is there anything you definitely wouldn't want to do? Um, hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't want to. I've had my past few birthdays at my house. I don't have another birthday at my house. It's okay. always, and I always end up cleaning up my own birthday. Yeah. Which sucks. And you're 21. So, like, you got, you could, like, go to a bar or something. I can go anywhere. Yeah. Which the, is the world is your oyster. The world is my oyster. I'm excited. But that's crazy. How do you feel about turning 21? Kind of disappointed because I know it's the last birthday that, like, you're like, woohoo, milestone. It is not the last birthday. I think everybody thinks that, but you're you have so yeah. many more exciting birthdays to come. I know. I don't know. I, I also don't I don't like the it, how accessible everything is after you turn 21. Okay. Because there's a certain level of like, oh, this is so risky what we're doing right now. This is so fun because the we're not thrill. allowed to be doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when you're allowed to be doing it, it's not as exciting anymore okay so you're gonna miss the thrill yeah Mm. I think I do think though you'll find other other yeah things to excite you yeah I think probably next year I'm gonna look back at this and be like god you're an idiot but no right now that's how I feel no I totally get it (laughs) yeah I mean it completely makes sense yeah it's exciting though I remember I mean I turned 21 and I went to like a yard house do you know that restaurant I do (laughs) I've been there. That's once. what I did for the big two one. So I feel like whatever you do will be better than than that. You know what though? That's you. At least you have the you have the memory of I went to a yard house. I do, and I do like to bring it back every once in a while and go to yard house just to feel like 
just to feel like a kid again. <laughs> I love a, I love a rush. I, my parents, every single one of my birthdays when I was growing up, I just wanted to go to Texas Roadhouse. Wow. And yeah, so that was my that was my thing yeah. growing up. And then it turned into, because I never had enough friends for a party. So then it turned into like just parties at my house. And that's what I've been doing up until this year. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be different. And then it's going to start like a new a new tradition and a new thing to look forward to every year. Yeah, I hope so. I'm excited for you. Thank you. That's exciting. Wow. So you're what a, what sign are you? I'm an Aries. An Aries. I don't know why I asked. Like, I don't know much about any sign. I did a thing recently where they told me all about my chart and my horoscope. It was okay. like an astrologist. Yeah. And it was really interesting, but I, I left and I was like, I still don't know. Yeah. Do you, did it, did a lot of it, like, did any of it resonate with you? Like, were they saying stuff and you're like, that's me. That feels yeah. right. Yeah. But I'm also just very, I'm a big skeptic and I'm very cynical. So okay. like, Same. yes, but then I'm like, could that have resonated with anyone? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you sometimes like, sometimes I think that I, I'll like read my horoscope and I'll just making I'm like making things up as to why that works for me yeah. but it's like that probably I probably wouldn't have just seen that and it probably thought. a million people saw that and we're like oh my god girl that's me and that probably is like why they oh my gosh I think we're both our like cynicism is rubbing off on each other so yeah. but I'm like yeah well that's why they write them like that because everybody can like slightly relate yeah I, I agree but, but sometimes it helps like sometimes if you're like going through something and you read your horoscope it, it like brings some sort of clarity yeah to you, you and know? I, I feel like there's um I feel like you're the power of consciousness is very real so if you believe something and you're like wow this is so me yeah it can be you. it's true like because, manifesting and stuff that's the whole yeah. that's the point that's the whole thing yeah so I I feel like yeah if that's the way that you think you are then sure that's very true mm-hmm. okay well it is your birthday is coming up 21st your 21st yes. birthday but the more important perhaps thing that's happening in April yeah is your album, album which is so exciting I am so so excited for you thank you are you how are you feeling about it all I'm really excited obviously worked really hard on it yeah uh feels very personal to me it's the first sort of project I'm doing independently which is really really exciting because I have the creative liberty to do what I want and yeah. what I've envisioned for a long time right because I I got stuck in this sort of cycle of being this sort of pawn that was you know just moved, around moved around and yeah. staged and to be whatever everyone else whatever that 75 year old man sitting in that office right. thought that I should be right so it's nice to sort of have control and my own autonomy to yeah. do what I want to do yeah and what like what what was it that you wanted to bring to light by having your own control? Like, what did you want to make sure came through in this album? I think the biggest part for me, it, it was a big growing process for me because I always felt so stupid being with a label. that I feel like I was just so belittled constantly. Yeah. And none of my opinions mattered. None of my thoughts mattered. And I think I was also not just proving it to other people, but through the process was trying to prove it to myself that I was capable of 
writing good songs, yeah, making something interesting, yeah, having a brain outside of dancing and and being blonde and singing. And right. I feel like that was such a big thing. I was sort of whittled down, yeah, and you were broken like, down to just this um I, I don't know, just this thing to look at, yeah, and not someone who had thoughts and feelings and opinions. Right. Especially if no one at the record label is like letting you voice them. Like they're not even right. listening. So why? Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I ended up, I mean, I was 16 when I signed and I ended up, it was weird because I was doing my social media that I had been doing and that was all me. Yeah. I, I did that. So then to be marketing someone else's ideas yeah. with the platform that I built by being right. me was really, really difficult. Right. And there was such a strong disconnect. And yeah, I, I learned a lot about myself. I feel like I grew up a yeah. lot through the process of, of writing the album. And I learned a lot, not just about myself, but about music. And yeah, yeah it I actually was able to enjoy it again, which was something I didn't even think was possible because right. it just became another cash grab for that guy over there to, right. you know, pay his rent or whatever, mortgage, yeah. whatever he does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do. No, I mean, that completely makes sense. So I think like taking the reins back on like what, because was music, music was like what you wanted to do. Yeah. So before I even started social media, anything. Yeah. Because that was all an accident. That was a happy accident for me. Yeah. But I wrote a lot of poetry. And like I mentioned, I have an older sister who mm -hmm. is like, shut the fuck up. You can't <laughs> sing. And That's like a siblings and older siblings job. Yeah. You and can. I definitely can't. But my brother has told me many times like, <laughs> that I shouldn't be singing. Yeah. She was, she, I had a little karaoke machine. She'd walk past my room and be like, shut up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever. But I just, I didn't really sing. So I was like, oh, I, I'm not good at it. So I wrote a lot of poetry and especially in school. And then I started social media, everything. And I went on one of those social media tours when I was 14. Really? 13. Yes. And I was, it was really cute. I was, I would go up and I would sing one song, but when Wait, I told. That's crazy. Yeah. It was really cute and yeah. fun. My mom went with me. Okay. But. When I told her, because it's sort of like a talent show. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, what can you do? Right. Because right. <laughs> you're selling these tickets, but what can you do? Yeah. And I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to sing a song. I'm going to sing a cover. And my mom was like, no, <laughs> don't do that. Because my mom had never heard me sing at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't that good. What song was it? I sang Riptide by Vance Joy oh for God. 30 shows. That's beautiful. Can you listen to that song now? Mm, sometimes. <laughs> okay. But... It was cute looking back. I wasn't that good, but I but I enjoyed it and I was having yeah, fun. Yeah, of course. And it was sort of the first time I, I sang on stage. I always performed, but it was the first time I sang on stage. Yeah. And then, I mean, I like would sing karaoke with my parents and I went to like on like carnival cruise. Yeah. But, <laughs> so anyway, I did the shows, 30 dates, sang the same cover. And then I started writing music when I was 14, 15-ish and then signed the deal when I was 16. Wow. And then all of that just became not fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's nice to be able to like actually find purpose in it again and find why you liked it in the first place. And like, I feel like since you started so young that you couldn't even like, you didn't even know how to be 
yourself before the record. Mm-hmm. And so you weren't able to like harness all of that. And now yeah. like with so many like experiences and life yeah, experiences and stuff. Happened, yeah, more stuff happened. Like, yeah. I feel like my entire life that I remember <laughs> has just been living for other people. Yeah. Like living for whoever's watching my whatever I post yeah. or living for this label or living for this person. So it was nice to step back from that and be like, okay, what do you actually think? And what do you actually believe in? Yeah. And when you've been so wrapped up in what everyone else wants you to be, it's hard to break that and really think about yourself as an individual. Yeah. So that took a lot of time, but I feel like I'm in a better place now. And I mean, I've been breaking a lot of very unhealthy habits that I I hope can make a difference moving forward. And then in the future music. Right, so, right. Yeah, I'm excited to see how things change. Okay, I feel like I've always been interested in gut health and making sure that I am taking care of my gut the right way. But I don't really know what to trust and who to listen to because there is so much information out there in the world about this. Like I look on Instagram and there's over 3.8 million posts, hashtag gut health. There's 653.7 million videos on TikTok. And then I search it on Google and there's over 29.7 million news results about it. So obviously I'm going to be a little bit confused and I don't really know where to start, but there is one brand who is committed to scientific integrity and transparency. And that is Seed. Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strains that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. There are so many benefits to taking Seed's Daily Symbiotic, and one of them, the biggest one, is digestive health. I mean, 16 out of the 24 strains are specifically geared towards digestive health, which makes sense because people take a probiotic for digestive health, so that means supporting healthy regularity, ease of bloating, all of that stuff. Another benefit is skin health. Seeds Daily Symbiotic has four specific probiotic strains that have been shown to promote healthy skin and reinforce a healthy gut skin axis. And another benefit is heart health. They help maintain the blood cholesterol levels already in the normal range and support healthy intestinal recycling of cholesterol and bile. So they're really just helping you all around. And it's just amazing. I didn't really know where to start and looking online, as I've talked about before, doesn't help. It just kind of makes me spiral. So using something that's scientifically backed really makes me feel better. And that is why I love using seed and I'm so excited to use it more often. So get the real deal in a symbiotic, one that's backed by clinical trials and scientific data. Visit seed.com slash circle and use code circle to redeem 25% off your first month of seeds DS01 daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash circle and use code circle. Do you want to talk about like the writing process and stuff now, like compared to when you were writing when you were younger? Like I was just listening to Guilty and it's just so beautiful. And your voice is beautiful, by the way. And like the words and everything, it's a beautiful song. And like, do you feel now that you're being more vulnerable and are able to kind of do what you want to do? Is it scarier? Is it more exciting? Like, how do you feel about it? It's a little bit of everything. I think there's a lot of... I've always been a very avoidant person. Yeah. And I find really unhealthy ways to cope with whatever I'm feeling. And I think that was the the result of 
being sort of forced to feel how everyone else wanted. Yeah. So, yeah, I it was scary at first because I've never opened up. And if I have... I was just talking about this the other day. It's so weird because I would open up to the internet. Yeah. But then in my personal life, face to face with people, it was so hard. So I could go on the internet and be like, give sort of the the spark notes version of it. Yeah. This is whatever. But kind of makes sense, though, because it's kind of like you're like just you're kind of just putting it out there and you're not you might be like reading stuff and whatnot. But there's no one like staring right back at you. Right. Whereas like when you're talking face to face with someone, it's a lot more intimidating. And then trying to put that into words is even more difficult. Yeah. And I've never, like, I've still never been to therapy. I know it's something I need to do, but I'm just not ready to unpack so many things. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm not ready for it. Yeah. So I've, it's just been easier to, to run away. And so putting things into words, and I still haven't even written about the the worst and most deepest, darkest parts of myself because I'm just not ready to. It takes a long time though. And like yeah. you're, it's amazing that what you're writing now, like you can, it's step by step, I feel like. Yeah. And it, it was scary at first, especially when you're working with other people. Yeah. Because you have to open up to the people that you're writing with yeah. or whoever's producing and that part is really difficult. Especially um, were they like newer? Like have you had, you had just met those people? Pretty much. We got really close throughout the whole process. Yeah, for I, sure. The whole the same sort of team worked on the whole project. Yeah. But you have to be open. And that was something that was really difficult yeah, for me. Yeah, scary. And then also sending the songs to my parents and yeah. things like that where I'm like singing about not wanting to die. And <laughs> my dad's like, wow, Lawrence, it's really good. <laughs> um, are you okay? So, yeah, there's there's been... Ups and downs, but I feel like I learned a lot about myself and it was a very healing process, I think, on the surface. But there's a lot of things I'd like to dig deeper with in the future when I'm ready. For sure. And it's but like like I said, like you you're dipping your foot in and you're you'll be able to like take that jump way easier after yeah starting, you know? You just gotta start and you have. Yeah, I think so. It's exciting. Thank you. It's exciting. So what kind of topics are like, cov- like, does the album, what do you sing about? Because I know what Guilty is about, but like, and now that people, because this comes out after the album, but like, what else can people expect? So we did two writing camps. I sort of look at it as three different chapters of things that happened, at least in the, when we were writing it. Yeah. And there was the first half where everyone was sort of getting to know each other and we were just writing we wanted to feel like empowered and hot and fun. And mm-hmm. we did that for a week. Okay. And we wrote songs like Told You So and Never Be Perfect or not Never Be Perfect, Told You So and Find Out and those sort of things that were really fun and served their purpose in terms of empowerment, getting everyone comfortable, feeling yeah. confident. And yeah. then we went back and did a second writing camp where it was like sit on the floor and cry vibes okay so that's where songs like never be perfect guilty all of those came from yeah and then I had a good amount of songs I was like okay I think I think I'm done and then I got dumped for two days okay (laughs) and in that two days I wrote the last two songs of the album and 
in the time it took for us to break up and get back together that whole weekend, I wrote two songs <laughs> and I was like, okay, now the album's finished. Okay. So yeah, that was sort of the whole process. So there was that. And then there's all different genres, which is something I wanted to yeah. play around with yeah. because I was so forced into this Britney Spears pop mm-hmm. princess Barbie box Yeah, that I wanted to sort of break out of that For and sure. see what see what I was capable of. Yeah. So yeah, there's some the the people I wrote with and that produced are in a punk rock band. Okay. So that was really interesting to have that aspect of it on some of the songs. Yeah. We have some that are like country leaning. Okay. All different types of what, music. Which one of those like surprised you the most with how much you liked it? I love country music. Okay. I've always loved country music, but after writing my own sort of country leaning song, yeah. I was like, I love this. Wow. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I've just got a farm. I live in Pennsylvania on a farm and I just bought a truck. Like I really started leaning oh my into God. it. So I was like, you know what? That's this awesome. is the part of me that's been missing. Yeah. So yeah, I was really excited Wait, about that. Wait, that's exciting. How often do you spend on the farm? I'm going back for a week for Easter with my family. That's so nice. Yeah. Do you and have animals and stuff? No, because I can't if I'm going back and forth. That's true. That makes sense. And I, I already have that. enough animals at my house here. So... Yeah, I mean, I would like to eventually. Like, I don't want to live here forever. So eventually I'd like to, but for now it's just sort of, I don't know, experimenting. So you're a country girl at heart. Yeah, I have, uh, my house is like 200 years old. That's awesome. It's really cool. It's really awesome. I grew up in a house that was built in 1794. So it's like, yeah, it's like in my, it's in my blood. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. I, I love it. That's so cool. Thank you. Congrats, that farm girl. Yeah, yeehaw. I love it. Okay, so you, country surprised you. Yes. And these writing camps, can I like know a little bit more about this? Because <laughs> I've never really actually like talked to someone about this and I'm so curious. So mm-hmm. it's, is it like like a retreat kind of? Kind of. So imagine, imagine if you and your besties were like, okay, let's have a week long sleepover. Okay, my dream. But there was like, there was an intention going into it. Like, okay, yeah. we're going to write some songs together for a week. Yeah. So then I would just get a house and then everyone would come stay at the house. For, okay. So it's kind of, kind of, but it's not as structured. It's more so like other people will come by, like okay. other artists yeah, 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 and yeah. writers and things will like slide through. And yeah. The core group will stay at the house. And sometimes we'll have like two different rooms going where like, you know, down here we're working on this song. Up here we're got working it, on this song. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, it's a pretty like formative experience. Though. Yeah, and very very relaxed. But it's also really weird when you're the focus of the entire thing, right? Because like these are your friends that you're that you've become really close with, but you're all you know sort of working towards the same purpose, yeah. Which is finish finishing this album and writing songs that mean something, right? So, but it's really fun, and I love working that way because you get to really immerse yourself in the experience yeah. as opposed to like one-off sessions yeah uh which is nice so yeah I had a lot of fun and I would I would do it a million times again just cause it's so fun and it's like it's a good way to get comfortable with the people that you're writing with so yeah. that you can actually you know say yeah, what you want living around yeah. Each other yeah for a week or however long right so, yeah wow and the two songs that you wrote during your 
weekend breakup. Mm-hmm. Were the did those like do you feel like since you had the writing camps before that that you were like more comfortable like you kind of could put Definitely. together a song faster like Definitely. had this have happened earlier it might have been yeah yeah absolutely because it was the first time that I I was learning about how to make music I yeah. wasn't just being like there weren't just other people's words being shoved down my throat right. so I was learning more about myself and I always had it in me. I just wasn't confident. Yeah. Because I hadn't, I've been given the opportunity to have my own voice. Right. So to have people that cared about what I had to say. Yeah. And not only cared about what I had to say, but facilitated that and really took what I had to say and my ideas and what I was inspired by and made that. Yeah. And didn't just go, okay, yeah, that's cool. Fuck you. I'm going to make what I totally. want. Totally. Yeah. They like respect it was really and awesome. put out your yeah. thoughts. Yeah. So then by the time that the last two songs came and even now I can write songs on my own. And that was something I was always able to do. But like I said, I wasn't confident. Yeah. I would write and be like, this is garbage. Right. Um, totally. But yeah, I feel like now I kind of learned that there's, I have more to say and there's people that are willing to listen. And now I just have more confidence going into rooms and it's it's exciting yeah. it's like you're like really coming into your own and like this album is proof of that yeah and I mean the thing the thing that's so weird at, that I've tried to explain before but I feel like sometimes music people the music I don't want to say the industry but the sort of music sphere yeah doesn't really understand is I try to explain that I I was never musically gifted so that was the part I had to learn. Yeah. The part that I was good at was the writing. Yeah. And I was always really good with words and poems. Mm-hmm. But then I was never confident in the music side because, you know, my whole life I was told I couldn't sing. Right. So, and I took voice lessons and I took it really seriously because I was like, I'm going to get good at this. Yeah. Because I need the two to exist together for me to be good at this. Yeah. And... I worked really, really, really hard, and I think I got to a good place, but it took a lot of work for me to sort of grow the music Yeah, and side understand of that side of Because I consume music, and I love music, yeah. but I wasn't a good singer, right. and I didn't have a good ear, but I knew what I wanted to say. Right. But then when I was with the label, that got flipped, where it was like, okay, what you, what you have to say doesn't matter. I'm like, wait, that's the part that I really, really love. Exactly. And like so. that, yeah, which could like really fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. And it did. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm really happy that the two can coexist now in a place where I'm confident. Yeah, for sure. All right. If you are a single circler and you are listening and you're wanting to start something new, you know, meet some new people, get out there a little bit and not just look for something serious. I'm not just talking to my circlers who are looking for something serious. I mean, anything, whatever it is you want to find. What if I said it starts with a swipe? So many possibilities really are just a match away. And Tinder is the world's most popular dating app. And that means that there are the most opportunities there to find whatever it is you're looking for. Now, what I like so much about Tinder is that success on Tinder really can mean whatever it is you want it to. I feel like other dating apps, when my friends tell me about using them, they're hard because you don't really know who you're meeting and what the, what exactly the people that you're meeting want and if it's the same thing that you want. But Tinder really does make it easy and fun and straightforward. 
So you can say what you're looking for and you can make sure that the people you're talking to are in the same boat. Tinder just released relationship goals, a new status for your profile that shows others what types of connections you're looking for. Relationship goals is just one of many features that Tinder has released to make sure you're comfy on the app and you're getting what you want. And by the way, Tinder has more safety features than any other dating app. I feel like why waste your time and hang out with people when you don't really even know if they want the same thing as you? This just makes it so much easier and so much more fun. And you get what you were looking for, you know? On Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today and explore all of the possibilities for yourself. What would you say is your like favorite on the album, song-wise? My favorite is Misery Loves Company, which is the most country yeehaw okay. leading song that yeah. I had because I surprised myself with it. Yeah. I I always loved like karaoke country music mm-hmm. and, and singing and listening. But I, like I said, when, when you're put in that box, you just kind of assume that that's the box that you belong in. Yeah. So when I stepped outside of that and started experimenting, I surprised myself a lot. And I surprised myself the most with that one because... Like that, those were words that meant something to me. That was those like melodies that it was just me and two friends with a guitar that yeah. wrote that song. Yeah. So it felt very personal. It was fresh. I'd been broken up with the day before. Okay. So wow. there was a lot of things about it that felt really real. Yeah. And I I loved that, especially about that song. And it's just a cool song. Yeah. And that those are, those are always like the best like the yeah. things that you're most proud of is when you just like get like do what feels right. Absolutely, yeah. Is there a song that you are most nervous to put out? Honestly, all of them. It's scary. Um, I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the songs so I realize that a common theme throughout all of the songs, not all of them, but a lot, and especially the ones that mean a lot to me, those they're very self-deprecating songs okay. of me just sort of reflecting. Mm-hmm. And I think looking back between, you know, now and then, the growth that I've had personally is insane. Yeah. Because I was so convinced that I was this terrible person who d- didn't deserve anything. And that really came through, I think, subconsciously in my writing. Like, yeah. I have a whole song about letting everyone down. And then I have a whole song about don't even try to be around me because I suck. And none of those things are true, but that's just how I felt about myself. Right. And so those are really personable, personable, no, 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 personal (laughs) and vulnerable. But I think that they, they sort of stamp this time period. It's like a journal. It's like, yeah, like of how I was feeling. Exactly. And now I, I look back and I feel so sorry for her. But yeah, it was those songs, I think, are are hard to hear because it's like, oh, I just really, really hated myself and thought everyone hated me, too. Yeah. I mean, it's like the fact that you're that you're willing to share those, though, because I think a lot of times people like. Even with me, like if I post a video or something and I'm feeling a certain way, I'll be like, oh, I don't want to post anymore because it's not how I am and whatever. But it's like. sharing that and being open and honest about it is so such an amazing thing to do because there's always someone out there who is going to be feeling that right now Mm -hmm. and to see like how far you've come from that like is so helpful for people 
And it's also really difficult. The, the part of it that's hard is in order to do that, you also have to open yourself up to criticism. For sure. On parts of you that are so personal. Yeah. And it's sort of the sacrifice that you have to make if, if you want to connect with people on a more personal level. But that part's really scary too. Because yeah. I'm no stranger to that. <laughs> I mean, it gets brutal out there. Like people just don't even yeah. realize. Yeah, no, but I... I also like I've dealt with it my entire life. Yeah. So, I mean, I've I've always had there's always been something that isn't right to to everyone else. So, I've I've gotten used to that and I'm I'm less afraid now, I think. Yeah. Because I have an easier time focusing on the good things that people That's say. That's good. But so that doesn't mean it's super easy. Uh, yeah, it's never <laughs> easy, but like people also just like the criticism comes so so often from people who don't even know what what they're saying and they're just saying it to say it. And there's yeah. so many things that people can say behind a screen that they would never. Yeah, actually... I, I was having this conversation yesterday, too. I was like, you would never say that. To yeah, us. no. Exactly. And if you did, I would be really sad and cry. So yeah. <laughs> please, please don't. Please don't say anything to my face. <laughs> Keep it online. I mean, but like no one would like it's crazy. Yeah. The stuff that people say online compared to like what like there's even like I've met people that are like oh my god I love you and they'll like dm me and then I'll see like past dms and they're like <laughs> saying something mean you know what I mean yep. and so it's like everybody just feels safe behind the screen yeah absolutely and I wish that they didn't because it's so mean it is mean it is mean but like getting to the point getting to the point where you understand just that concept alone like that they're just behind a screen and it's not not that it's not real, but it's like you're bigger than that mm -hmm. is like really helpful for sure. Yeah, definitely. Can you tell us about the music videos? Because I think it's so yeah. cool because they like connect, right? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Sure. Yeah. So there's four music videos. We shot them in two days. So Damn, that's insane. Yeah, it, it was insane, but also... I'm independent and the budget has to stretch. Yeah, so it's like, for sure. we're going to make yeah, use of these yeah, locations. Yeah, yeah. But it worked out because my my whole idea didn't need a lot to be executed. Yeah. So I sort of wanted this character to exist outside of me, which I was really, I love Donnie Darko. So I, and I love Frank's character. So I wanted to embrace that mm -hmm. and sort of create something that exists beyond me yeah that's awesome but still has a sort of tie-in mm -hmm. so yeah there's a big big giant big giant bear and he's sort of a common thread throughout all the videos he's in guilty this is sort of when you first see him and then in told you so he's being really mean to me okay and then never be perfect comes out tonight but this will be out after that but it's still crazy that yeah, it comes out tonight. It's exciting. Um, very exciting. And then in the last video, everything sort of comes together. And I'm I'm hoping I sort of wanted to leave it open to interpretation to see what how people interpret it. Yeah. But it has a different it ha it has purpose and meaning to me, but I'm I'm interested to see how other people sort yeah. of take it and run with it. Yeah. Wow. So why did you choose a bear out of curiosity? <laughs> So I'm a big bear 
girl. Really? I love bears. Aw, cute. But I want to hear, like, why you landed on that. So I wanted something that was sort of mascot-esque. Okay. But something that could very easily be made unsettling. Mm -hmm. And I... (laughs) This is such a dumb story, but... There's this place near my house in Pennsylvania called St. Peter's Village, and it's one of those small little towns where you can walk around in. There's little stores that sell crystals and little thrift stores and antique stores, whatever. Okay. So when I first started making my own money, Mm -hmm. I was really young, and I didn't really need to spend it on rent or clothes or things like that unless I wanted to. Yeah. So I would buy really dumb stuff. And I was at this antique store— And there was a moldy, mildewed, disgusting, heavy, just gritty, dirty, dingy, disgusting teddy bear on a rocking chair. And I was like, oh, my God, it's antique. No, it's just (laughs) rotted. It's vintage. I was like, wow, this is so cool (laughs) and vintage. I'm going to put it in my room. Yeah. And (laughs) it was creepy. And I brought it home. And my mom was like, that stinks. What is that? It smelled like mildew, like mold. Yeah, yeah. She's like, what is that? That's disgusting. I was like, oh, I got it at the antique store. And she was like, how much did you pay for that? I was like, $84. Oh, no. She's like, Lauren, <laughs> you can't buy dirty teddy bears with yeah. your money. Yeah. It's dumb. <laughs> so, but I remember it was, it, I got it because I was really, I was really intrigued by how like kind of creepy it was, but it was just a teddy bear, but it was yeah. dirty and gross. So I was yeah. like, uh, so I, was, I kind of wanted to make something life-sized of that. Love that. And sort of call, call to my immature spendings as, as a child. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, it was sort of inspired by that, sort of just inspired by the whole theme of, like, this mascot that I could make kind of scary and unsettling. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, but it, it was really cool to, like, we cut up the costume. We got the costume, cut it, did different things with it. My friend Katie was, like, in the costume. Okay. She's great. Yeah. And yeah, it was a lot of fun to have sort of, because I didn't want, I wanted there to be something more interesting other than just, wow, look, Lauren looks pretty again. Yeah. Like, we, we get it. We're bored, you know? Like, I mean, but that's awesome. It's like such a great idea yeah. and like it's cool and it's interesting and there's a story behind it and it's, Thanks. it's I think people... We'll love it. And I'm we'll most love to excited see, like, for the last four. video. Okay, I was going to ask. The last video, I think, is where things will come together and it'll make sense. But I just wanted to... Hello? I slouched down. <laughs> I wanted to play around with my own creativity because yeah. I'd never gotten the opportunity to do that. So I was like, what story can I tell? And it's nice. It's, it's, re- it's reflective of sort of my own journey and I hope people fi- figure it out or take what they want from it. Yeah, I think... I mean, I'm sure that they will, but also like leaving or letting people interpret things for themselves, I think a lot of times is what people, how people feel so connected to artists. Mm -hmm. And I think like, I think people being able to do that with your work will be like, will make them feel even closer to you. Yeah, I hope so. And like letting them share that with you and like they they can like listen to this and tell you what they thought. And that's like, that was what all I wanted from music I I don't I don't care if I make money I don't care if I lose money because a lot of it was about the whole thing was 
I've always been so, so connected to music. Yeah. Like when people say, oh my God, this artist saved my life. Like I get it because there's a few artists I can name that I like, I feel like they get me yeah. on the highest level. So to be able to do that for someone else is such a special magical thing. Yeah. And I've always, even when I'm avoiding things, processed my feelings with other people's music. So sort of translating that to my own has been a really cool, fun experience. And I don't really care at all how much money I make from it. If I make money from it, it just doesn't matter. I'm probably losing money. It's <laughs> I mean, but like to have those connections is so important. Yeah. And, and that's what I want. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I really, really craved that for a long time. So now that, that I have it and I see it and it's there, I can move on. Yeah. And enjoy it. Right. Who are those artists for you? Oh my goodness. I could talk about her all day, but Taylor Swift. Same. I could talk about her all day as well. I... There's so many things I could say. Eminem was another one, especially growing up. Okay. Um, big part of my life. Huge. Yeah. And then I would say from still now, but especially when I was really, really, really sad from like 17 to 19, Lil Peep was like really it for me. Yeah. yeah. And he still is. I mean, I have so many Lil Peep tattoos all over my body and still is. But I would say that those, that's like my trifecta of artists that yeah. I absolutely adore. Taylor, I mean, right now, just what, seeing everything she does, I watch Reputation tour on mm -hmm. Netflix and mm -hmm. cry. Yeah. Because I'm just so proud of her. It, it was a good one. Did you go? <laughs> I did not. I saw her at the AMAs and she did a few songs off Reputation at that time. Lost my mind. Yeah. And then now, I don't know. I'm... I'm very, I'm a very empathetic person. So when I see someone I love doing something that makes them happy, I yeah. get so proud and yeah. start crying. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, I feel the same. Like I just love seeing people happy and yeah. do achieving things. And yeah. I mean, she's, I, I talk about her too much on here probably, but <laughs> like I love her also. I've I'm loved like her. the girl at the party that's like, Hammer being like, please, please, we talk about yeah, Taylor Swift. No, oh my God, I love her. I've been there many, many times. If I notice how like people are not paying attention to the music, mm -hmm. I'll like just go over and put on Taylor Swift and see how long it takes for someone to tell me to turn it off. Oh my God, you're so, so true. What's it's, your favorite album? Album, um, I have to know this. God, I think about this a lot. I think about this more more than I should. Like I shouldn't be like taking like I, wasting my no, time no, thinking no. about this. It, it it matters though because I have reasons for every album. Like yeah. I could give you a reason that I love each one. I know. I don't. I I genuinely like. I can't. I cannot pick just one. Mm -hmm. Right now, in my mind, speak now is probably one of my favorites. But because sometimes they just like hit different, like at different points. Depends on where you know. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm in the car and I want to put on like. Reputation, and sometimes yes. I want to put on Speak Now, and sometimes I want to put on 1989. Exactly. It all really depends. Lover, like every album has a different reason why I love it. Yeah, it's a hard question to answer. It is. What's your favorite? So, ever since I started leaning into my Pennsylvania ness, yeah. I've life. been a big folklore girl. Okay. But 
each one, like Fearless was the first CD I had. Yeah. And I would sing on my little karaoke machine. So that one has its own special place. Yeah. How old were you? So young. Yeah, you were young probably. So young. Yeah, like I was had a twin probably size like bed. Eight? Probably, like, yeah, somewhere around Because I was like 15. Yeah, so probably somewhere around okay. there. Fearless was my first one. And then... I don't know. Reputation was, it was, I think, my favorite era. Yeah. I just loved that, like, taking back her power. I totally agree. Yeah, I agree. I live vicariously through her, I think, because when Reputation came out and I watched her performance, I'm like, yes, we needed this. We needed to do this. Yeah. It's show them all. Yeah, it's honestly true. And she did. Like, people, I remember people were kind of, like, trolling that album a little bit because it was, like, Kind of like intense. Yeah. It just wasn't very like her it wasn't, people. It thought. wasn't Taylor it wasn't the Taylor Swift that they knew. Right. But it but, really was I yeah, no, it's it's good. But it's incredible. And like also I say this all the time, but she's also just the nicest person I've ever met in my entire life. Oh, and that must so, be nice to say. It really is. I can't even imagine. It really is the best thing. Like it's my biggest flex. In the God. whole world. When did you meet her? I was in her music video for The Man. Shut the fuck up. And it was... Uh, why didn't I know that? That makes me want to throw uh, up I, if, if you mic. If you wouldn't have brought it up, I would have found a way to bring it up. I find a way to bring it up in <laughs> I would. Every, Are you kidding? Every situation I've ever been in, I'm like, did you know? And that's then I play it. Awesome. And I'm like, there's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I... Wait, that's so cool. She was nice. So nice. <laughs> and just... Okay, imagine, uh, it's so crazy because I've met so many not nice people. Yeah. Where I've been like, man, I really liked you. And now it, I it's really disappointing. Can't. Like, don't meet your heroes type of yeah. vibe a lot of the time. But yeah. it's a funny story and I love telling it and I love that you don't know it because now I can tell you. I'm excited. Um, so in The Man, have you seen the music video for The Man? I think I've watched it once, but now I feel like I would have like seen you and been like I had brown hair okay maybe I haven't actually seen it does that make me a fake fan it's a great video okay but she's in full prosthetics as a man okay then I haven't definitely not seen that it's incredible okay Um, I'm gonna watch it obviously when I get home don't not come for me I've never seen the music video okay sometimes I need to sometimes I like feel myself like getting too like obsessed and, and I like to reel can't, it in. yeah do you know I just what I let mean? it happen I can't like I'm like control yourself you're I an just, adult I just let it happen no. because I think it's so fun to like you're, love someone so much I know you're right you're right sorry you're just like young and young and youthful and I'm like don't do anything no you're allowed you're allowed to love someone okay Thank and you. if you're gonna pick someone to love it it's should a good be person. her yeah she's a good person you're, you're right but I yeah, so there was a body double for her that was in the same sort of prosthetics outfit. Okay. Not prosthetics. He was a dude, so he didn't <laughs> need prosthetics, but okay. he was in the same outfit and whatever. So I'd been talking to him kind of during the day, and we were we all went out to the—it was a tennis court scene, mm-hmm. and I was standing there with my back turned, sort of minding, minding my business, mm-hmm. and— I turned around and I thought it was the guy that I've been talking to the whole time. And then I hear Taylor mm-hmm. say, oh my God, thank you so much for doing this. And I was like, oh my God. Mm. And she talked to me and she <laughs> took the time to talk to me about like music and, and gave me really good advice. Yeah. And I, she knew where I was from and cause we're from like yeah. similar, like close by. Right. And I was like, 
you didn't need to take the time to know where I was from yeah. or learn anything about me or right. even look in my direction right. at all. <laughs> yeah. You really didn't. And I would still love you. But ever since then, it's given me so much hope and actually made me enjoy because I, I used to not like being fans of people because yeah. I was like, you know what? I like their work, but I don't want to get too attached to anyone. Yeah. And then I got attached after that because I was like, no, this is the person that I like want to be because she's so successful and still so nice. And that's incredible and very, very, very rare. That is so crazy. How did like, how did you, how did that happen? And then like, how did you feel when you found out that you were going to be in her music video I wasn't so I wasn't her videos are really like secretive yeah so I wasn't filled in on hardly anything okay. it was just like hey uh we have an opportunity you're gonna want to come and you didn't know that it was for like not Taylor at first Swift. Okay. no and then oh my god I started putting the pieces together I was like okay I think I know what's going on here shut up um this is so and then cool. I was walking into like where the room, like the holding room that they had me in, mm-hmm. and her parents walked out past <gasps> me, and I was like, and were like said hi to me, whatever, and I was like, oh, I recognize those yeah. people, <laughs> yeah. but I I pretty much knew by that point, but that that was like for sure, okay, it's real now, and I'm really glad that it happened because I think on the bigger scale, yes, I love her so much, but on a greater scale, it gave me hope that people can be successful and not be assholes. Totally. Because I'd met so many people, even like YouTubers that I loved yeah. when I was really young that I went up to and I I love you so much. And yeah. they're like, okay. Right. Artists I'd met that just weren't very nice. Yeah. So that gave me a lot of hope that you can be you, say what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Be a good person. Yeah. And I don't know. Treat people around you with kindness. Yeah. Yeah. And like have fun. Like she had a great time and it was so fun watching her have fun. Yeah. And like her parent, her dad was in the, in the scene. Like there was a lot of really cool moments that were really inspiring to me. And I think about that a lot. And I think that's why I love her even more now. Just because I appreciate everything that I saw that day. Yeah. How old were you? I was 17, I think, when I was in that video. Wow. It was a it was a crazy day. That is awesome. Yeah, it was like, and she said my name at the end of the video. Wow. Oh my God, I would die. That was the part where I was like, you're going to leave that in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, that is literally amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I don't know. It just gave me a lot of hope, I think. I think I totally understand that and it could... It could be just a, like such a disheartening thing to meet someone of that caliber. Yeah. And the fact that it was great. Yeah. Obviously it was And great. even like she didn't have to go to the extent that she went. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I would have been fine if she said like hi and like, you know, like breathed in my direction. Yeah. I'd been like, wow, she's so nice. Yeah. But totally. she actually was. Yeah. It was, it was cool to see. How, how like, how reassuring. And just nice. Yeah. That is. And I think about it all the time. Like, you know, there's good people. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. I did not, did not realize that. That's crazy. It's really cool. What other music videos have you been in? Hers. Any ones that weren't as great? Um, Well, they probably all like don't compare because it's. No. Yeah. No. Any, 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 any other thing I've done is just is not. I think I was I was in my 
one of my ex-boyfriend's videos when I was like 15, but that's definitely like nowhere near as cool <laughs> at all. So yeah, no, I've yeah, been in a lot of videos. It's okay. But I just meet, like I met people that I look up to and I'm just like, man, you suck. Yeah. Yeah. I had that one time I was in a session and this uh, one artist that I had looked up to, she came into the room. Okay. I'm sorry, I want to know who it is so bad, but you don't have to say it. But. It was just, just so, like, soul-crushing. Really? I, like, I liked you. Yeah. And just the, adi- like, the attitude was so different, and the way that she spoke to me, mm. like, the, the way that she carried herself when she spoke to me like there, the things that she said that stuck with me I was 17 and I was in this session with these producers that were did not give a fuck about me at all yeah like they were probably doing s- someone at somewhere a favor you know by yeah. even having me in their presence okay so I already felt like shit and then she came in and she, did you know she was gonna be there no okay but she came in it was really <laughs> I at the time, I was so sad. And I was so hard on myself at the time. But she came in and she was like, basically asked everyone if they wanted to leave. And I was in the middle of writing a song. And she knew, because she asked to hear it. Like, she knew we were in the middle oh of doing God. that. And when she talked to me, she looked like, I don't even know how to explain. She like squatted on a chair and was like looking over her shoulder at me. It was weird. Okay. And then she was sort of asking everyone in the room if they wanted to leave and do something else. So they were like, oh yeah, we'll be right back. And I sat in the room by myself for like two hours and no one came back. Stop. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. I went down to the lobby of the studio. They're all like drinking with her. And I was like, and I had two day sessions. So I had to go back the next day. Oh God. Same thing happened again. She came back in. Everyone left. And I, Yeah. That's and it was so just sucked. mean. And I just ended up going home, like driving like an hour or Ubering. So I couldn't drive at the time. Ubering like an hour home. And it just like, yeah. That it, like, that, that could, that would not make me feel good. It like, was, no. And it was very like mean girl behavior totally. from someone who's like so successful and does not need to do that. Like, I know you're better than me. Yeah. I know. Like, I, I already know that. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to. You know, treat me like it. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, I mean, I've had both experiences, and I just hope that I can, I never ever make anyone feel that way because it sucks. Yeah. Really bad. Right. And I think like having those experiences, as much as they suck and shouldn't happen, like make good people like you, like make people. Now you will never act that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. I. Yeah, it's just crazy, and it's so sad. It that is sad, but at least Taylor was good. Taylor's an angel. Taylor's an Thank angel. Thank you so much, Taylor. We Thanks, love girl. You. Love you. <laughs> if you ever want to come on, just let me know. I'll bring Lauren back. I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, don't even worry about it. We're gonna do one final thing. Okay, we do a little journal time at the end <gasps> Ooh, fun. of Circle Time. And I write down these questions that are basically for like kids. Oh, fun. And you can choose one and answer. I recently found out that you used to be a teacher. And I, I, the first episode of your show that I watched was you with your friend that was also a teacher. (laughs) I was in this like really crazy like hole of like TikTok, teachers on TikTok. Okay. And so then I was recommended that video and I was like, 
that I did not know that. Yeah. And I learned so much. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's like a completely different world, but it's, you know, something that taught me a lot for sure. Absolutely. You're yeah. so brave. <laughs> um, I mean, you're brave. Thank but you. I have two nephews though. And I'm like, I, three actually, there's a new one, but I have three nephews. And I'm like, I can be around them for a certain period of time before I'm like, Okay, take them back. Yeah, no, I know. I totally, I totally get it. I mean, that's how I felt like leaving work. Like I was like, okay, at least I don't have to go home with all of yeah, them. Yeah, you just send them back. Yeah. You're like, okay, yeah. see you tomorrow. Yeah, do exactly. I, do I read this out loud? Read it out loud. Let us know what it says. I don't know why I asked like that. I don't remember what it says. So sorry, I, f I need to learn a new folding technique because <laughs> everybody struggles to open them. It says, talk about, a t talk about a time when you learned a lesson. I feel like you kind of just did. Yeah, yeah, that was a really, that was like a really long-winded lesson, <laughs> but that's definitely, yeah, I think that's a good one. Okay, do you have any other lessons that you try to, or like other ways that you try, like things that you try to incorporate in your everyday life that you had to learn the hard way? Oh my goodness. I think the biggest change in my life recently has been being comfortable with myself and being able to even just be alone and mm -hmm. believe in myself mm -hmm. even a little bit. Yeah. Cause I didn't at all. And I would latch onto these boys who did not deserve <laughs> any, any part of me. Yeah. And I would latch onto these people that I felt like I needed Yeah, to be whole. Yeah. And I've never been more whole than I am right now by yeah. myself. And I, I get to wake up and do exactly what I want to do for my life and my career and my family and my friends yeah. without answering to anyone. And I think that was that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned recently is just that I'm good enough, if not better. Mm -hmm. No, I know for with certainty better Yeah, on my own. Yeah. And that it's okay to be. Yeah, on your it's own. okay. And it's. It's okay to be with someone else too, but you have to be okay with yourself first. And that's something I always thought I was doing. I was like, yeah. okay, love yourself and before you love someone else. Right. Okay, yeah, I yeah. love myself. I look good right. today. It's not that, girl. <laughs> like, learn how to get up in the morning and go for a walk and take care of yourself and hang out with your friends and travel and eat a meal by yourself. Like, those are the things that I never... I was never able to do and I'd be in these relationships where all I do is complain and hate my life. And I didn't, I never had to do any of those things. Yeah. I was actually became the best version of myself as soon as those things were gone. Yeah. So I feel like that's something that has been a lesson that I've had to learn. That's a great lesson to learn. And I think probably eventually the right person will come along or the right, you know, whatever, the yeah. right situation. Yeah. But I needed this time yeah, to just for sure. exist and get myself straight. And learn that you can be okay with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so a I, wonderful lesson. Yeah. And that's, that's a, a great way to end circle time. Yay! Thank you so, so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And do you want to pitch your album? Make sure everybody goes listens. Oh, yeah. My album, Guilty, is out... Is it going to be out now? It's going to be out now. Okay. My album Guilty <laughs> is out now. Yay! And I hope you love it. And it's it's amazing. Go listen. Thank you. Very exciting. That. And that's pretty much it. 
Well, thanks, Lauren, for joining us. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.